0: I know you're not a stranger to this, but most people never testify before a House subcommittee. (laughs) (laughs) It was nerve wracking just because of how important the issue is to me and to the future of our country. And we're in a period where many voting rights and voter suppression efforts are rampant. I was invited to draft a report for the um, House Judiciary Committee, a subcommittee on the Constitution, civil rights, and civil liberties, on the history of voting rights suppression and voter disenfranchisement and voter suppression as a way of providing a context within which to understand the current legislation that the House is considering to, it gets a little technical, but to um, transform Section 4 of the Voting Rights Act to allow section five, which is a very significant enforcement provision of the Voting Rights Act to be put into effect because it was basically gutted as a result of a 2013 Supreme Court decision in the case of Shelby v. Holder. So there are two big pieces of voting rights legislation being considered right now. A broader piece that's trying to nationalize access at one level, and then there's this more technical piece that I contributed to, and interestingly, my son contributed to, he testified right after me. So the, the chair of the House Judiciary Committee said, uh, after I finished my, my testimony and submitted my report, he said, um, are, are you two related? And, and I said, yes, he's my son, and he said, good job. And then as he introduced my son, he said, you get the good son award. Uh, for doing this. This is just a beautiful, beautiful moment. We've never done that before, but he works in the area of voting rights as well. And so um, it was a magnificent opportunity for me because I've always done work in the area of voting rights. Magnificent opportunity for me to see whether I could help members of Congress better understand how history not just reappears, but perhaps never actually goes away in this area. It, it, transforms a bit but reappears even more strongly or in this case more covertly than it then one might think but that covertness if you will is not different than what happened during earlier periods of time in our history when we tried to deny voting to immigrants when we tried to deny voting to Um, Blacks who were formerly Black men who were formerly slaves um, during the era of Jim Crow and Black Codes, as we limited voting for uh, Mexican-Americans and other language minorities across the country. And so I provided them with a report that helped them see how what, what is happening now has happened at other times in our history with consequences. So I said it's not as much a legacy of the past as it is a reliving of that past that never really went away. And one doesn't know what impact it might have.